Welcome to Main Menu for the week of September 7 through September 13, 2012. I'm your host, David Tanner, and I am glad to be back in the host chair this week after having been on vacation for a week. And it's good to see you're back with us again this week. If you're a returning listener, if you're a new listener, welcome. And hey, Chase Crispin, I want to thank you for setting in for me last week and hosting the Main Menu program. You did an excellent job and. Hey, it was kind of nice to sit back and have somebody else host for a week and listen to the main menu program while on vacation. Well, we have quite a full program today. We're going to start out with a bit of a promo about main menu, and then we are going to get into the rest of our content, which starts with the second part of the review of OB 2.0, a DAISY creation software for your computer. And then we get back to Shane Davidson and the Swamp review and demo. And this is the last part of that review. And then finally, Jamie Pauls from Saratalk.com comes to us with an interview with the people from Envision America and they are going to be talking about some of the products that they are showing or were showing at the recent ACB convention and that's our program for today you have a great week and we'll see you back here again next week on Main Menu All of us here on the Main Menu team consider your thoughts, questions, suggestions, and any other feedback that you may have very important. To interact with us on the show, you can send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. If you would like to find past show archives and more information about Main Menu, you can visit our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. If you would like to interact with us on Twitter and see all the latest show news, you can follow us by visiting www.twitter.com slash mainmenu or by following at mainmenu. If you would like to receive show announcements in your inbox and interact with other Main Menu listeners, you can subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list by sending a blank email to mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. If you're interested in other ACB Radio programming besides Main Menu, you can learn more about ACB Radio by visiting www.acbradio.org. If you would like to receive Main Menu as a weekly podcast, you can do so by subscribing to the Main Menu podcast feed with the URL http mainmenu .acbradio.org/rss.php You can also hear us by subscribing to Main Menu in the iTunes Store or by finding us in the iBlink Radio app made by Serotech. 
for iOS and Android-powered devices. Finally, we are heard on radio reading services from all over the world. The radio reading service in your state or country may already be carrying main menu every week. If you would like to receive announcements about the latest ACB radio programming news, including main menu, you can subscribe to the ACB radio announce-only mailing list by sending an email to announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. Finally, if you would like to interact with listeners of all ACB radio programs, you can subscribe to the ACB radio friends list by sending a blank email to friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. Anytime that you have any comments, questions, or suggestions that you would like us to hear, please get in touch with us. Creating subsections. Now let's go back to the tree view. Tree view would be one up to level zero. I'll press play. Roboform. I'll just go to. Blue ant two up to level zero. That's the second one. Back up to. Would be one up to level zero. When you go to um, a section like that within tree view, playback will automatically start from the beginning. Welcome. And I press control space. Press control space there to make sure that the audio goes back to the beginning, although it isn't essential for what we're going to do next. You will recall that when we import an audio file, it is treated not only as one section but uh, as one phrase. So if you're going to create subsections within the audio file, you'll need to split that parent file first. Now you can do that from the sections menu or by pressing the shortcut control shift Q. But this time you have to be in the contents view, so press F6. What being 3413.76s, depth 1, one phrase. And I'll press Control Shift Q. So Control Shift Q creates the new section, and we're back in the tree view now. If I do Insert Tab. What being tree view item focused selected two of three level zero. There are now three sections in the tree view. Um, the first two are called pod beam because if you split a section, uh, both parts of the split section will be given the same name. So we'll need to, to change the second one. Pod beam one of three level zero. Now that's the main section uh, that the podcast is in. If I down arrow. Pod beam two of three level zero. That's also pod beam at level zero. What I'm going to do then is to change the name of um, what will become the first subsection. So I'll press F2. Edit. Selected Podbeam. And I'll call this first subsection. Selection removed. First. First subsection 2 of 3 level 0. Now it's still at level 0, but obviously to make this uh, a subsection of uh, the first section, we need to change the level. So how do you do that? Very, very simply. You do Control, Shift, Right Arrow. Level 1 first, subsection 1 of 1. Now it's become a level 1, so if we up arrow... Level 0, pod beam expanded 1 of 2. You hear that the pod beam, which is the first section, is an expanded section, which now contains, if I down arrow... Level 1 first, subsection 1 of 1. A level 1 subsection. If I down arrow, we should get... 
Level zero blue ant, two of two. A level zero blue ant. So just like in any other tree view, we can expand and close sections. Level zero pod beam expanded, one of two. And I'll hit left arrow. Collapsed. It's collapsed. If I hit down arrow. Blue ant, two of two, level zero. There's blue ant and, and subsection has been uh, hidden. So I can show the subsection again by going back up to pod beam. Pod beam collapsed, one of two, level zero. Press right arrow. Expanded, one items. Level one, first subsection, one of one. And there we are. Now, I pressed Control shift right arrow to increase the level of the section, and obviously to put it back up a level, you do the opposite. Control shift left arrow Let's do that. Level 0, first subsection 2 of 3. Level 0. So let's put it back to where it should be. Level 1, first subsection 1 of 1. Level 1. So it's very, very easy to compile sections and subsections and change the levels at any time. Now, this first subsection is at the beginning of the podcast about Podbeam. Um, so what I'm going to do now is I'll go back to the contents view with F6. First subsection 3413.76S, depth 2, one phrase. OK, and we'll go through the audio and create uh, another subsection. So press play. Welcome to... from Trenton Matthews from um, the T-Man TV podcast. I think that's where he's from anyway. Um, I know that Marissa Menzino already did a review of Podbean and I'm still learning about Podbean. Oh, and thanks to Marissa Menzino for... Podbean. Oh, and thanks to Marissa Menzino for recommending Podbean and you can find her podcast at uh, http colon double and you can find her pod- Podbean. Oh, and thanks a re- review of Podbean. And I'm still learning about Podbean. Oh, and thanks to Marissa Menzino for recommending Podbean and you can find her podcast at... Okay, now let's put the second subsection at that point. So I'm going to press Control Shift Q. First subsection 3382.59s, depth 2, one phrase. Okay, um, and that has created a new subsection again with the same name as the current section that we split, which was first subsection. I'm going to go back to the uh, tree view by pressing F6. Review, first subsection 2 of to level 1. If I up arrow. First subsection 1 of to level 1. Now that's the original subsection. First subsection 2 of to level 1. 2 of 2, that's, I've just arrowed down. So that's the bit that we need to rename. I'll press F2. Edit, selected first subsection. Second subsection 2 of to level 1. Okay, so I've called that one originally, second subsection. Uh, if I arrow up to first subsection... First subsection 1 of to level 1. Press play. Stop that. Down to... Second subsection 2 of to level 1. Press play. Uh, HTTP colon double slash G... And then below that... Level 0 blue and 2 of 2. This is Chris Grabowski. And that's the start of that podcast. Now, I want to create um, a similar subsection in the blue ant. Um, podcast. So I'll go over to the contents view by pressing F6. Phrase 8 minutes 56 seconds. Okay, and I'll go through this and find a place to create a subsection. Recording for the Mystic Place uh, podcast. I'm going to try and demonstrate the Blue Ant V1, and it's V as in Victor, Bluetooth headset. This headset is controlled by speech recognition and it also has speech output, so it'll talk to you as well as you can talk to it. You would use this headset in conjunction with your mobile phone, your PDA, your computer, or whatever. I'm going to attempt to record the speech of the blue ant, so let's hope this works. Let's hope this works. 
blue ant has three buttons, volume up. Okay, I'll go rewind a bit. The speech of the blue ant, so let's hope this works. Uh, it goes on to talk about the buttons on the blue ant, so that's a good point to uh, add a subsection, um, which of course we need to do by pressing Control-Shift-Q to split the original section, the original podcast file. Blue Ant 493.52s, depth 1, one phrase. Okay, and I'll press F6 to go back to the tree view because we want to rename that subsection. Tree view, Blue Ant 3 of 3 level 0. Okay, and if we up arrow. Blue Ant 2 of 3 level 0. That's uh, the main section that we have just split, so the if I arrow down. Blue Ant 3 of 3 level 0. That's been given the same name, but that's the one we need to change. Uh, press F2. Edit. Selected blue ant. Selecting blue blank. Selection removed. And we'll call that um, description of buttons. Description of buttons 3 of 3 level 0. Now it's also at level 0, but we want that to be a subsection of the blue ant podcast. So to change the level, control shift right arrow. Level 1 description of buttons 1 of 1. Okay. Level 0 blue ant expanded 2 of 2. So just like the subsections of the pod beam a podcast, um, that is now a subsection of the Blue Ant podcast. Let's uh, say we wanted to create a, a subsection of a subsection. Um, we'll go back to, for example, the second subsection of the Podbeam podcast and we'll do that. Level 1, second subsection, 2 of 2. Second subsection. Right, I'll press F6. I'm in the Second contents subsection, 3,382. I'll press play. Uh, HTTP colon double slash G-W-E-N-N-A, I think. No, G-W-E-N-A? Oi. <laughs> um, anyway, it's gwena.podbean.com. Phrase 56 minutes. So HTTP colon uh, double slash gwena.podbean.com. I think it's G-W-E-N-A, but I, uh, for some reason, can't remember the spelling. That's clear. So, right, we'll... Put in a, a new subsection here. Again, we need to split the audio. Control Shift Q. Second subsection three thousand three hundred and sixty dot. And of course, it will give it the same name as the current, currently selected uh, subsection. So back to Tree View, which is where we change the name. Tree View. Second subsection three of three level one. And if we up arrow. Second subsection two of three level. That's the original section that we split. So we'll go down arrow. Second subsection three of three. That's the one we need to change, F2. Edit. Selected second subsection, S. Selecting second subsection. And that will call this first sub subsection. First sub. First sub subsection three of three level one. Now, it's also at level one, which is, of course, at the same level as the uh, subsection that we split. But we want to make that level two. Control shift right arrow. Level to first sub subsection one of one. There we are. Um, now remember, of course, mentally adding one, it means that the sub subsection that we've just created will be in fact at level three in the Daisy book, because remember the numbering starts from one, as opposed to in this tree view where it starts from zero. So let's go back to. Uh, we can quickly navigate through this by going up to the pod beam. Level one, second, su- first subsection. Level zero, pod beam expanded one of two. Right, and we can press play. Welcome. Level one, first subsection one of. That's the the start of the podcast. Arrow down the tree view. Second subsection expanded two of to level one. Second subsection. Uh, HTTP colon double. 
level to first sub-subsection one of one. First sub-subsection. But uh, let me quickly use the profiles dialog and slow down my jaws here. Level zero blue ant expanded two of two. Blue ant. This is level one description of buttons one of one. The blue ant has three buttons. There we are. Now to end this part of the demonstration, I'm going to import the third and final uh, podcast here. And uh, of course it will be coming in at level zero. So we'll need to focus NVDA on a level zero item, the one which will immediately precede it, which of course is blue ant. So within the tree view... Level zero blue ant expanded two of two. Right. Now if I add a new section here, in the tree view, it will always add that new section at the level of the currently selected section in the tree view. So if, if you're on a level zero section, the new section that you add will be at level zero. If I were focused on a level one subsection, then the new section that you would create would be at level one and so on. Um, now, this one will be a, a level zero new section so that's why I'm now on blue ant here and I can add a new section by pressing control H. Edit selected and titled section. Now this um, third podcast will be about a, a battery charger or a portable battery charger so even before putting the, the file in by importing it uh, I can change the name here which I'll do I'll call it battery charger. Selection remove Battery charger three of three level zero. Okay, it's level zero. If I up arrow... Level one description of buttons one of one. You will see that it has actually placed this new section at the foot of the tree after the uh, single subsection of the Blue Ant podcast. Level zero, Blue Ant expanded two of three. I hit the end key. Battery charger three of three level zero. And back to the uh, this one that we're going to import. And again, you do the importing of files from the contents view, so I'll press F6. Battery charger empty, depth one. Okay, and it's empty, so we'll press Control i to import audio. Open dialog file name, file name. Shift tab. Folder view list, BCT1000. BCT 1466 Win 7 Start Menu BCT 1468 Purporter USB Turbocharger MP37 of 28 That's the one we want, I'll press Enter Cancel button Alt C And again we have this long wait and we'll resume recording later So I have completed the import procedure for, for that podcast uh, We're back in the tree view, uh, this is what it sounds like Battery charger tree view item focused selected 3 of 3 level 0. And I'll press space to start playing this podcast. This is Darren Duff and I'm back for another review of an awesome gadget. So we now have three podcasts as the three main sections or chapters of our Dizzy book. And uh, sections 1 and 2, Podbeam and Blue Ant, contain subsections. And in fact, Podbeam contains a sub-subsection as well. Editing audio. We've been playing audio in Obi and rewinding and forward-winding through it, and also playing audio at different speeds. Uh, this can be handy to find certain passages in the audio that you want to edit, because in addition to marking sections in your Daisy book, marking sections in your audio, you'll probably also want to edit it, edit out mistakes or parts that you don't want to, to put into your book, particularly if you've made a recording yourself. 
The most basic form of audio editing is to delete a section that you don't want. You do this in OBI by selecting the audio you want to delete by pressing Control left square bracket, which is just to the right of the letter P, and Control right square bracket. Those of you who've used SoundForge and Audacity uh, will be familiar with the use of the square brackets here, but perhaps not in conjunction with the Control key, which is required in OBI. So let's uh, do that and we'll edit out something in uh, the last of the podcasts, the one about the battery charger. So press insert tab. Phrase 20 minutes. Preview battery charger three of three levels zero. And all audio editing has to take place in the contents view. So we'll jump from the tree view to the contents view by pressing F6. Phrase 20 minutes, six seconds. Hey guys, this is Darren Duff, and I'm back for another review of an awesome gadget. This is definitely something that none of you should be without. Today, I'm going to talk about the um, Purporta USB turbocharger 3400. Now, it's called <clears throat> the... Phrase 20 minutes, 6 seconds. The narrator cleared his throat there. Uh, we'll see if we can delete that. So I'll rewind. 3400 because now it's USB turbocharger 3400. Now it's called. <clears throat> it, it comes in immediately after the word called. Now you won't want to find an audio selection point by using forward wind and rewind because they are far too rough in locating the cursor within the audio file. But OBI provides other keystrokes that you can use to locate the cursor precisely to the point where you want to mark. And this is the nudge facility. And you can nudge forward by pressing the letter N and nudge backwards by shift N. So let's go backwards because I think we're after the, the um, bit we want to take out. Now, pressing the space bar at this point would play the audio from wherever we've landed on but if we were to press play again, we would simply pause the audio and we'd be miles past where we want to edit. So um, Obi has provided some other keys to enable you to quickly preview the audio uh, at the cursor. And to play a short selection of audio from the current cursor position, you press V. Now it's called... <clears throat> OK, so we're before um, the edit point, so I'm going to allow it to go up to the end of the word called and then I'll press spacebar to stop. Now it's called, and I'll press V. <coughs> the, <coughs> the, <coughs> the. Now we're getting a, a slight click, which will be at the end of the word called. Now it would be good to be able to listen to the audio just before that edit point, and you can do that by pressing X. Now it's called. You see the D has been chopped off, so I'll nudge forward by pressing N, and then press V. <coughs> the thirty. And I'm going to press X to hear the audio up to that point. Now it's called... Now, there's a little bit of that um, throat clearing in there. The reason for this is because the interval that is used by the nudge facility uh, is set in milliseconds in the preferences dialog under the audio tab. And uh, obviously the gap, the interval, is a little too large at the moment. So in order to zoom in for even finer control... Um, you would need to go into the preferences dialog uh, and set that. Um, I wish there was some other way of, of doing it a bit quicker than that, but you have to go through the, the dialog for that purpose. I'll just leave it the way it is, because we're just really demonstrating the principle here. 
Um, so to mark the beginning, I'll press Control left bracket. You hear a knocking sound to confirm that that's what you've done. Now I'm going to press spacebar to play and then immediately pause it after that noise. <coughs> and I'll press Control right bracket. And you get two knocks to confirm that you have en ended the selection. I can play the selection by pressing C. <coughs> okay, now that's the bit we want to delete. And I'll press the delete key. So if I rewind just a bit. 34. I press play. 400. Now it's called the 3400 because... And that's gone. Now, a word of caution here. The nudging facility is very, very useful, of course, because it enables you to home in on a very precise location to mark your start and end points. However, the nudging should not be used to set the end point because if you have set your left point for the audio selection and then simply nudge forward through a small portion of audio to find the end selection point, um, the left selection is removed. Now that shouldn't happen. You should be able to find your right edge of your selection by using nudging. And so what I had to do there was actually to play the audio and then stop it so that I could press uh, control right bracket. So that's something that OB needs to sort out. One of the good things though about um, the general use of keystrokes, as, as with many other programs, is that you can change these shortcuts. Now as I said before, N is used for nudge and shift N is used to go backwards in nudging. Now that's a bit clumsy when you're going back and forward through audio, constantly having to, to go for the shift key. But let's uh, change that. Um, the B key is doing nothing. It's immediately to the left of the N key. So uh, we can reconfigure that so that the, the B key is now our nudge backwards. So we go to the tools menu for that. File Alt F. Press T. Preferences Alt Control and F T. It's, it's in preferences. Edit preferences, tab control, project tab selected. Pro project tab, and we want to go along to keyboard shortcuts. Audio tab select, user profile tab, keyboard shortcuts tab selected. That's the one. Press tab. Select shortcuts to view. Combo box collapsed. Edit selected content TOC view shortcut keys. Okay. Menu item shortcut keys. Selection removed. No. Selected menu item shortcut keys. No. Menu item shortcut keys. What do you get to first when you press tab in uh, keyboard shortcuts is um, just a list containing two items because the keyboard shortcuts are, are grouped into two categories, those which are available in the menus and those which are available directly when you're editing. And it's the editing ones that we want here, so go back up the list. Content TOC view shortcut keys. So content view. The content view. I press tab. Keyboard shortcut list grouping list. Select complete waveform of phrase keyboard shortcut and not selected one of 49. Right, there are 49 um, available shortcuts at the moment. You can also add, add your own later. I'm going to press the letter N to get to the shortcut relating to nudging. Next section in play. Next phrase in nudge forward keyboard shortcut N7 of 49. Nudge forwards. Nudge backward keyboard shortcut N shift 8 of 49. N shift. It actually says shift after the letter to which it is assigned. That's the one we want to change. I'm going to hit tab. Nudge backward shortcut keys. Press key combination edit. Selected N shift. I'm just going to press the letter B. Selection removed. Selected B. And now it's B. Press tab again. Assign button all day. Assign. I'm going to hit that. Now, NVDA doesn't say anything, so I'm going to press Insert Tab. Assign button focused all day. I'm still on the Assign button, but if I shift Tab back to 
the list view. Nudge backward shortcut keys. Press key combination edit blank. Keyboard shortcut list grouping. List. Nudge backward keyboard shortcut. B8 of 49. It's now saying it's B. So I can tab forward and find OK. Nudge back. Assign button. Remove shortcut. OK button. Auto. That's the one we want. My first daisy book C. Documents and settings in my documents. My first daisy book. So I'm going to try that out. If I um, press V. Yes. Yes. I'm going to press N a couple of times. Press V. Um... Um, it is just to get some audio going here. Um, it is an impressive. Right, but after the word impressive, so press V. Thirty-four hundred MAA. Right, we want to nudge backwards, and this time I'll press the letter B a few times. Thirty-four hundred. Impressive. Thirty. Is an impressive. So there we are. Uh, I'm now nudging backwards using B instead of Shift N, and that's far more convenient. Now we've covered some basic editing, such as deleting a portion of audio, but what about audio effects? Um, well, forget it, there's none. You cannot apply compression, limiting, uh, gating. You can't even change the volume or normalize portions of audio. Um, but to do this, OB allows you to export the audio um, a section or a phrase can be exported as a single wave file, which you can then open in SoundForge, Audacity, or whatever your sound editor happens to be. The problem with that, though, is that if you have a whole section selected for export, it will combine any phrases that you have, whether it has been split automatically or whether you've uh, created phrases manually. The exported WAV file will combine all of them so that when you re-import that processed uh, audio file, uh, you'll find all your phrases have gone. So if you are going to have multiple phrases in your audio and you want to do some processing, then I would advise you to um, do all your editing in your other sound editor first. And once it's the way it sounds to you, once it's been fully edited and fully processed, then import it into Obi. Of course, at any point in your project, you can save it by pressing Control-S. Get here. The thing about quests is that they're very low risk, low reward. The odds of you dying while on a quest are very, very low. It's the same as if you're just running around the map normal. If you play a mission, the rewards are very high, but your chance of dying is also very high. So that's it, it's a nice risk-reward balance. So if you're new at the game, missions might be something you want to avoid until you've gotten a little bit more experience under your belt. As you can tell, I'm still learning this map. Let's see if I can... Okay. And what? As you can tell, I forgot where I was going. Pretty much get as south as you can in the little room that you're in, and then you'll be able to head west back out into the um, cell phone store. Now, the, the barricaded doors are they're still barricaded, but one of the windows to the northwest um, of this cell phone store has been broken open. So zombies may start pouring in there, or it's also an easy way for you to get out of the building if you... Now, we have to find out how many players are remaining. Push the question mark key. Someone has died. 
I'm not one of them. That's broken window. Mm -hmm. Let me just see how many people have dropped off crates. Q should tell you how many are left. That'll answer that question real fast. Now let's go back down here. Now, I... Nicely done! South. Let's go and find... As you can tell, beacons work in these missions as well. There goes somebody else. Yeah, I was gonna say you're losing people. I see that. As you can tell, shift a couple of these beacons don't work. Once we get back into the actual map, I'll show you what they do. Find me a crate. Uh, travel north. This is actually where you lost your last team member. Oh, somebody just grabbed it. Doors was broken open, and uh, unfortunately somebody was standing right next to it when the zombies came pouring through. Yeah, you, you need minigun, minigun, minigun. You can hear the minigun just ahead of me. Oh, okay, let me get out of here before I die. Cool. Well, there is a short... We did the short-range radars with just the arrow keys. There's also the long-range... The long-range radar is shift and an arrow key. And instead of sweeping as five individual dots, it's a single spot. But instead of it stopping at just approximately arm's length in front of you, it continues to travel until it hits a surface and it bounces back. So judging by the volume, you can tell how far away the wall is. And I personally like that one because I can twist my myself or pan myself side to side and get a very good indication of the size of the room. And I've now just moved... North. To the northeast and listen carefully. Let me kill the low pitch volume means I'm far away from that object. So I'm going to You can tell the volume change. Let's get back to the truck. Someone's having fun. I'm gonna turn that off. And where am I? Right the East. Uh, there we go. There's a... Some people might ask, is there a second floor to this warehouse? No. It's not that I can find. Nope. Not this, not this warehouse. There is to one of them. Yes. This is a game that requires skill. The ability to plan and hand-eye coordination. But there is a vibrant community of helpful players that will be more than happy to help you out. There are swamp channels available on the public Team Talk server, tt4us.bearware.dk. On my own Team Talk server, there's a permanent swamp channel for those who wish to take advantage of it. There are swamp groups on Zello. There are... There's a swamp thread on the audio games forum. You can poke Jeremy via Skype. 
Performance drop off one crate. You must find 12 more. Actually drop off two crates. You must find 10 more. We're into the final 10 crates. And normally I'm better at these missions, but I'm talking to you and playing. So let's see West. if I can find me a crate. Leaving Ow. The good news is you seem to have a particularly well-organized team right now. Everyone's working together very well. They're covering and protecting one another. Uh, this is just about the ideal situation that you could have been in while recording a mission. Exactly. Besides the fact that you don't know this mission because it's brand new, you have a very good team with you. I think what we need to do is maybe run... Uh, maybe I can talk someone into running over a mission and show you how it's really done. Right. Because those are fun. I'm sure Kai will... Uh, Host a smaller one, or you know, a normal pre-existing mission, um, if you ask him to. I've just gone ahead and private messaged Kai in regards to running a pre-existing mission. We've eight more. Ooh, I hear Lots of them. Oh boy. To my left. See that? Leaving cheap phones. End up west. Over here. Oh, dude. West. End up west. Dude. End up north. Eddie. East. Oh. Um. Yeah, you're hearing the front entrance to the cell phone store. Having its, um... Eddie, south. Behind. Handled. Eddie, Handed Eddie, to south. it. Eddie, east. Eddie, north. End up north. Eddie, east. What we'll do in the recording is we'll uh, come back as soon as this mission is near to completion. Three more crates to find. West. Ow. I think you may actually have all of them, at least the, the individual players might have them, because quite a few have started running toward the truck now. And I think it's because they have enough to drop them off and win. We are back. As you can hear, Ashley just dropped off two crates. We've got running players. I gotta kill my cap lock key. See if I can give these guys a hand. Um, that's stuck there, I ain't. It's the final stretch. Hopefully nobody gets themselves killed. Customer cover. That's about it. One more box. Someone's gotta have it. This is where. You say someone got that left crate. You say someone got that left crate. This is where that. uh... I've leveled up. Nice. I'll show you. I'll hit this key. Oops. Well done. The supply will certainly hold up the people back in the safe zone. You will gain 7,500 reputation. Which means... You have 511,300 reputation and are level 33 with 261,396 experience. Your next level requires 270,579 experience. Now, I have gained another skill point. Let's go see what I can do with it. I discussed skill points earlier. I have two available points to spend. That's fully maximized. Medical contains zero of ten points. Present your details. Twenty points assigned to your will be most likely more than the 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 will
I've gained that completely. I stopped filling that one up because I wasn't going on quests much, but that one is... It's certainly a good one for people who are just starting off and are going to be relying on quests. Mm-hmm. Because it's a good way to get extra reputation for each quest that you complete. And I'm an elusive is also maxed in my case. I can't now if I try and assign a point to something that's already maxed, it'll tell me this is already maximum. This is already at maximum. Go down. Slayer contains zero of three points. Presenter to your details. Each point assigned here, you gain a twenty percent chance to win your right faster. Hold shift and presenter to assign a point, but the decision is final, so be careful. I'm going to go ahead and add both of my points there. Request please. Point set. Request please. Point set. And I've gone ahead and done that. And that's what it says when you don't have additional points. Let me... Now I can escape out of here. Save zone menu. Now, how do you save, you might ask? From the, the safe zone, press escape. Main menu. Followed by escape. If you exit not in the safe zone, you'll lose everything. Back to your last save point. If you hmm. die, which we showed you earlier you will lose everything. Right. Despite whether or not you've saved. Exactly. And then again, a lot of people who are just starting off, you know, they'll, they'll say, well, that's a little too harsh. You know, running, running around collecting equipment and then getting killed. Uh, they, they believe that it shouldn't hurt you or hinder you that much but the thing is like we said earlier in my games i i try not to hold people's hands and make things easy i i want it to be a challenge and i want you to feel like a million bucks when you you know try and succeed even if it took you a hundred times to do it exactly someone else now i'm waiting for a response from kai in regards to a pre-existing mission so i can show you how i actually run a mission He's not answering me. He's created a mission. Alright, so we're gonna join this pre-existing mission. Maybe. This is the issue. This is a pre-existing map, kiddies. So we're gonna play it. We'd like meaning to that this is a, Meaning that this is a mission that Many people are very familiar with because yes. they've been playing it for a long time. We've played this mission for a while. Um, this is used to be Warehouse 1, but it's no longer Warehouse 1. So I'll show you how I actually run a mission that I know. We're going to get a bit of a stack of players together for this. And I think we'll run this mission and then we'll uh, save out. This all save out. And then we'll uh, do final comments, you know, mm-hmm. cover a few final things, and we'll be done. Waiting for this mission to start. Ow. Here we go. South. Facing south. south. Let's go. And I'm going to go east. east. Oops. Not that way. This way. And south. south. Nothing down this south corridor. Turn around. There's a crate down there that I'm not going to try and go after. Why? Because it would be suicidal to go down to that west side. Eddie, Eddie, south, SW, south. 
Hey, you just simply. Switch that to the suppressor. West. And we just simply run around looking for crates. Storage room. We have ten players in this map. Someone found a crate already. As you can tell, I move a lot faster in this particular mission. It's nice to know where you're going. Someone just stole that crate on me. I'm getting out of there. Package orders. Loading dots. Great. Nice. Stop south. Now, while I'm running this mission, Jeremy, how about you describe... I don't know if you can watch this mission. Yeah. And, and describe graphically for those who are sighted what sighted people would see. Because we may have a sighted listener, Well, the game itself is a first-person perspective game, meaning that it's played through the perspective of the person walking. Now, that's how the sounds work. Graphically, the easiest way that I could do the high-contrast graphics was to do this. And we just lost the front door. Yep, lost the front door. Um, the easiest way for me to do this in a high contrast graphics was to do a top-down perspective. So the sound and the visuals aren't coming from the same perspective, but in mainstream world, um, that's something that people are used to. They'll see that a lot. And in fact, I've been told by a few people who had uh, sighted family that started playing Swamp that within 30 seconds they completely understood how the graphics matched up with the sound. So um, it, it might sound complicated, but it's not complicated. Running through the storage room, checking out the... Whoa. Hey, I'm not staying there. Forget that. Is it... what, what happens over time is more and more windows are broken and doors are broken by the zombies. So areas that were safe now have you know exits that lead out. And of course the zombies can you know come in through all of these openings in the building. I think maybe you should check the manager's office. He says check the manager's office. Okay. I don't remember where the heck it is. West. First of all, let me get... Manager's office. Manager's office. Manager's office. You want to migrate to USC. South. Eddie. Nice. 44 Eddie. North. Um. Eddie. East. Eddie. South. Oh! This is how you play dangerous. Watch this. Someone got that great and outgoing storage. So, we're going to run up. Go east. Go east. Sidestep a bit to clear this. First of all, This is how you play a mission, folks. It's all about being fast and working as a team. I would be very surprised if half of these people are not on Skype or Team Talk. You know, coordinating their efforts. That's a pretty common thing. Yep, and normally that's where I would be on these missions. 
But I'm recording. We've got a problem down by the door. We're gonna fix that problem. Demonstrate the Vulcan minigun. Switch to the M60 and run. That was the fastest way to get out of there. Caesar is apparently dead. I don't know why he says he's gone. He must be preparing to die. Actually, he's still in there. He might have had a very close call. I'm seeing a great demo of the corner. I think somebody's gonna beat you to it. Yeah, I see it. It can be a little frustrating when someone else runs up to grab the crate, but technically you're all on the same team. Yep. As long as somebody gets it, that's all that matters. Like this one. Over there. What I did there is I heard the crate off to my right and I panned my mouse across to grab the crate and then just kept moving. Always, always, always move, move, move. Even as a new player, move. Because if you do not, if you stop moving, you're gonna die. Someone got the minigun down in the southeast corner. This is a smaller warehouse. Um, it's a smaller warehouse. This used to be the first warehouse, but everybody started complaining, including me, because it was meant for higher level missions, because there's more entry points mm -hmm. for zombies to come in. Hey, has Kai dropped off anything? Doesn't look like it. Um, not yet. He has quite a few that he's carrying. There is a minor bug that I don't know if it's been fixed or maybe fixed by the time this goes to air, where large amounts of crates do not log, uh, do not register. You drop them, but they don't actually register. I do the not know if that bug has been fixed just yet. It has not been fixed. The good news is it's very rare. Um, out of maybe 100 people that drop off a crate, one or two might experience that issue. Of course, they're the ones that you know you you hear because you don't complain when it works. You complain when it doesn't work. But the good news is it's very rare. Someone's gonna ask: Is it being worked on? It's probably on the very it, long to do. Yes, it's on a very long to do list. Let's see if I can find us. I've been hanging around. Let's see if I can find Mia. Another crater. Guys, stop hoarding crates. Well, there's a there's two strategies that people seem to fall into when hey, they collect crates. Stop that. Somebody stole my crate I was heading for. Some people will pick up a crate and then immediately run to drop it off so that if something happens to them, they're not carrying around a bunch of crates that are going to be lost. And other people, to save time, will keep looking for crates and won't waste time running back to the truck to drop them off. They'll wait until they have several, and then they'll drop them all off at once. I do that on the other warehouse. Right. It's definitely risky for your team because let's say you're carrying around... 10 crates. If you do get killed, that's 10 crates that your team does not have toward winning the mission. So there's some risk to it. 
It's nice to have a blend. I grab a... Yeah, like that! Speaking of 10 crates... There are 10 people here. Whisper level 13. I don't know who did that, but someone dropped off at 10 crates in one go. So I've that is swamp in a nutshell. Let's uh I'm gonna hit escape, up arrow, and exit. Final uh comments or anything about that. Let's uh discuss future plans for this game. People can find information about new releases in what forms? Well, the audiogames.net is the main source of information for the game. Um, obviously, you need some place to share the, the bulk of the information coming in, and it seems to be the most lively group of people that's willing to discuss topics about Swamp and make suggestions, report bugs, the whole nine yards. That's the place to be. There is a Dropbox folder for Swamp. Um, I don't remember who maintains it, but you can get in there as well. That's where updates are placed, where releases and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, for the new gamer coming into this kind of market, suggestions for them getting involved. What do you suggest they do? Is there anything? You know, because this is going to be new to some. You know, using the mouse for the first time, and they've spent all their lives keyboard usage. I I might actually be the wrong person to ask that question to, only because I've been using the mouse almost as long as I've been using a computer. So I wouldn't really know where to start giving advice for someone who's not really used to it. And the last thing we'll cover, as I've said previously, this game has a vibrant community of players, and there are always people available willing to help. You get your feet wet in this game. A quick review of the keystrokes before we do final thoughts and comments. Turning is done by using the mouse or by using Shift-A and Shift-D. Find out where you're going. W will give you your direction readout. We have beacons for tracking buildings or specific places. Those do not count for walls. You have Shift-Grave Accent through Shift-Plus, depending on the map or warehouse. B will remind you which beacon you're tracking and where to go. You have the building helper, which bounces around walls. Those are your navids, at least some of them in that case. Your radar, you have long and short range. The radars are left, up, down, and right arrows, and shift with those will activate the long range version of that radar. Before we uh, get out of here, any final thoughts or comments, Jeremy, before we uh, close out? Uh, not really. I just want to say that uh, those people who've been playing Swamp and those people who are hopefully going to begin playing Swamp have a lot of things to look forward to. There are many different mission types, um, many new missions that will be using classic mission types, just a lot of things planned. Uh, the game in general is going to be probably doubled or tripled in size within the next few updates if all goes as planned. For more information on Swamp or any of the other products that Jeremy has available, www.kaldobsky.com forward slash audio games, A-U-D-I-O-G-A-M-E-S. If you have any questions for me, 
or comments, suggestions, or criticisms about this review or any other review I've produced for ACB Radio's main menu, you can send email to Shane, S-H-A-N-E, at Shane, D, like door, dot net. For ACB Radio's main menu, I'm Shane Davidson. Have a great day. Here at ACB 2012, this is Jamie Pauls, and I'm visiting with Dave Bodie of Envision America. And Dave, welcome to the Serap Talk Podcast Network. Thank you. Glad to be here. So you guys have got a lot going on. Why don't you give us some highlights here? Uh, well, we have our Script Talk, which is our audio prescription reader. Right. Uh, we are working with Walmart currently through their mail order facility and also through three independent stores. Uh, we're offering the units um, free of charge. Uh, if they go to a participating pharmacy, mm-hmm. which they can do, they can look on our website or give us a call at 1-800-890-1180, and we can tell them where their local pharmacy uh, is participating or not. Right. And then we're proud to release our new barcode scanner, our IDMate Quest, uh, which is being released here at the NFB and also the ACB convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, our barcode scanner will have Wi-Fi uh, capabilities, so you can uh, not only scan barcodes and identify them, but you can also, if it's not in our database, go through Google search and identify it that way. It also has currency identification. Uh, we're working with Skype beta, so uh, Skype is being tested on it currently. We're hoping to have new features that when they come out will easily be downloaded on the unit. Mm-hmm. And our database can be downloaded on the unit at no charge. Now, when, when you say Skype can be used on the unit, are you talking just for, 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 for what? Just like uh, uh, if, you're, if you're having trouble um, recognizing a product, you mm-hmm. can Skype a friend that's okay. cited, okay. and they can help you with that. That's a nice idea. I hadn't mm-hmm. thought of such a thing. That's very good. Yes. Excellent. Okay. Well, it sounds like you've got some great products. I really applaud you for what you're doing with Walmart. That's a great service. Oh, well, thank you very much. Yeah, we're trying to make accessibility out there for anyone that needs it. Very good. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Uh, They can contact us via the telephone, which is 1-800-890-1180, or they can go on our website, which is www.envision, which is E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N, America. Dot com, all lowercase, no spaces. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, thank you for taking the time. I know you're busy today, but I really appreciate you taking the time to visit with us. Well, we're glad that you're able to stop by. Reporting for the Sarah Talk Podcast Network, I'm Jamie Pauls. On behalf of the entire Main Menu staff, I'd like to thank you for being with us today here on Main Menu. We'll look forward to seeing you back again next week. Meantime, you have a good week, and we'll see you soon.